Folks, if you love Mega like we think you do, do us a small favor. Join the Patreon. It's the number one way to support a small podcast like ours. The year we had was, well, I wouldn't say we didn't get our asses kicked with strikes and podcasting budgets getting slashed. So why not just head over and give it a try? You can do a free trial on Patreon. If that's not in your plan, at the very least, share your favorite episode of Mega with a friend and leave us a review and a five-star rating on Apple Podcast. We'd love to keep going, and we can't do it without you. Thanks. I'm not sure if I mentioned it before, but when my friend Clay Mason Bannerman and I want to impress our new lady friends, Tiffer and Mickey, we don't even have to take them to a restaurant. That's because we have an entire freezer stocked full of butcher box, and that includes high-quality meat and seafood that we can trust. It's so convenient. It's delivered right to our doorstep, and there's always free shipping. I mean, where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Tiffer and Mickey love it, and so will you. At least one of them is always around asking when the new ButcherBox is arriving. Sign up at ButcherBox.com mega and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free-for-a-year offer plus an additional 20 bucks off. Choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at ButcherBox.com mega and use code MEGA to choose your free-for-a-year offer plus 20 bucks off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Levant, thanks for joining us today while we are giving our mega church a tiny family feel by introducing you to members of our church staff and community. What a treat and a treasure. My friends, thank you so much for joining us today. I hope you are feeling his blessings. Well, just like in Leviticus 10, where we learn of how Aaron's two sons went against God's command and burned strange incense in the tabernacle, they forced God's hand to burn them to death with fire in front of the entire congregation. Well, my co-host is a white hot burning flame. Please welcome Gray Haas, everybody. Hey, Hallie. So nice to see you. Nice to be here. Oh, we're too blessed to be stressed, aren't we, my friend? Absolutely. Hey, I'm going through something right now with my Climax kids, and I just want to get your opinion. What's up? Because they're a bit cross with me at the moment, Uh-oh. but I think I'm not going to apologize unless you tell me to. So, Hallie, what's going on is this. I've had a whole group of sophomore girls come to me and say, hey, Gray, we're vegan. Oh, okay. And that means they don't eat any meat. Okay. They don't eat any kind of animal byproduct. And I said, well, what's that? They said, no cheese, no eggs. No honey, Hallie. Not, nothing, nothing that even comes from an animal. So I said, well, there's nothing left to eat. They said, yeah, we eat lettuce and we eat some beans and things like that. And I said, okay, well, we're not going to be vegan here at Climax. We just can't really, we just don't really have time for it. They started every time they came to Climax not eating. And so I'm going, okay, you know, we, we got to find some 
compromise. Yeah. What are you eating right now, Ellie? I'm sorry, I was trying to sneak it in there. Is that a piece of beef jerky? It's a protein bar because you know what? As Christians, we definitely need protein for our brains. Absolutely. And you can't get that when you're a vegan. And you can't build any muscle without protein. And I keep telling them that and they say, well, I don't care. So what I said, Hallie, is, okay, we're going to have a pizza party. We're going to have vegan pizza. There you go. And so that you... Show them how bad it is. Absolutely. So, well, what I did, Hallie, is I uh, I went to um, Greek's Pizza and I Ooh, ordered good. a bunch of pizzas and I said, these are all vegan pizza. And they loved it. They really went... They went crazy well, Greeks, for they it. Don't have the, uh, Greeks, they, they don't, don't have, have vegan pizza, okay. Hallie. They, none of them, none of the pizza was vegan, and I fed it to them anyway. But I did, and I did tell them it was vegan, because Hallie, what I wanted to show them is, it's fine. You didn't die. You, mm. you didn't feel sick. That's right. In fact, but, they probably had more fun than they'd had oh, all week. Hallie, they, there wasn't a single slice left. And afterwards, I didn't tell them it wasn't vegan until I quoted them a Bible verse, and I said, "Hey guys, it's right there in Genesis one twenty six. God put animals here for us to use, and the Bible gave us dominion over the animals. And if I want to put an animal on a pizza, mm-hmm. then it's okay. Mm-hmm. So first I gave them the Bible verse, mm-hmm. and then I said none of those pizzas were vegan. And Hallie, they got really cross with me. They A lot of them you know, left early, a few of them were screaming and crying and saying that, that, that I had murdered an animal. And I said, uh, no, I didn't. Somebody else did. And it just was really unfortunate so i'm just was going to ask you i they they are saying i need to apologize i just don't think i do i just don't feel like you should either to be honest and i'm really searching my heart and i was really asking uh, god for a word while you were speaking i was saying god let me know you know i know he really wants to do the right thing here and um i'm feeling loud and clear like that wasn't that wasn't really a violation of any were any of them in gastrointestinal distress afterwards uh, you know i didn't check but i'm i'm I, i'm really doubting it yeah um, because I think it's just... Teens can eat anything. They can eat anything. And this is a culture thing, you yeah. know, where they're trying to... Im- they're, they're just trying to be cool. They're trying to be cool. They got and these influencers absolutely. being vegans. And they just want to take an Instagram and say, hey, I'm vegan. And that's I said, right. you can still take an Instagram and say you're vegan. Just eat the pizza. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, it's just been difficult. And you know what? I do feel like I got a word from God while you were talking. And pigs can't even talk. You know what I mean? Right. They're not here for really anything other than to become pepperoni and all that stuff. You know what I mean? And it's not murder. It's not. Genesis tells us that. We're supposed to be eating them. Well, and it says, it doesn't say in the Ten Commandments, thou shall not kill animals. That's right. Right? So I just, you know, I'm going through it right now with my kids, but I just feel like I'm going to stand my ground because, you know, once you turn vegan, what's the next thing you're going to turn? Exactly. It's a slippery slope. Right. And so... They're playing with fire. Next thing, it'll be tarot cards or something. Next thing, it'll be, you know, hey, I'm I'm on the left or something. So, um, you know, I'm just not going to abide by it. And and, uh, I think I'm going to stand my ground. You know what, brother? I've got your back. How was your week? Oh, so good. In our midweek services, we're doing an Old Testament challenge. Have you ever, have you been to any of those? I haven't been able, I've just been dealing with this uh, vegan, they're calling it Vexit, where mm. all the vegans left and yeah. now they're not. Well, so midweek services, we're doing an Old Testament challenge where we're, we're increasing our Old Testament knowledge. Right. And sometimes it can be truly challenging because it's hard to imagine that some of these old wild passages have any ability to speak into our modern lives, mm-hmm. you know, but they really do. And it hit me again this week we were in Genesis 34 and we're talking about we're learning about how Leah and Jacob's daughter Dina 
She was going about her business when this guy from another tribe, Shechem, this guy, he took her and he rapes her. Okay. Okay. And so anyway, the Bible says after he raped her, he was really taken by her. And so he started speaking to her tenderly and he decided he wanted to marry her. So he got his dad to go to Jacob's dad and over to Jacob's estate. And, 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 and so Shechem's dad said, Hey, you know what? After the assault, my boy realized that Dana was really something else. Right. And, um, and he'd like to marry her. So maybe we can come up with a plan here. We got all these daughters that you folks can have. And maybe you got all these girls and you can give them to us. And it's sort of like, I was like, that's weird. They're trading women like their friendship beats or something, which I'm like, you know what? That doesn't seem like a text that can really speak to us today. But if you've ever traded stickers or cards or beads or anything, you'll realize it's real fun. You can get carried away. <laughs> anyway, what happened was Jacob's family was like, uh, we'll think about it. Here's our answer. All y'all get circumcised and you can have Dina. <laughs> okay. And, and, and so then Dina, she truly must have been something else because Shechem goes back, gets his whole tribe to cut off their foreskins. Now, those are good friends. Right. Then what happens is, and I know this sounds crass, but the Bible says it, while they're all recovering from their pains being so terribly sore, two of Jacob's sons went into the village and killed every single one of those newly cut gents. Isn't that crazy? Killed them all because they were um, debilitated. They they were in pain because they were recovering. And then the Bible says that the sons of Jacob's came and they found all the circumcised dead bodies and they looted the city where their sister had been defiled and they seized their flocks and herds and donkeys and they carried away all their wealth, all their women, all their children. And they took it all as plunder. And um, I can't remember where I was going with that, but oh yeah, I was just profoundly struck by how these nuggets of gold that sit glimmering inside the pages of our God-breathed scripture really can speak to us. Because I know sometimes we only want the pretty package stories from the Bible, you know what I mean? But you got to have the grit to take the entirety of the Bible and see how it's relevant to our lives today. And I'll tell you what, every woman that you know, and to all our listeners, every woman you know has been harassed and assaulted because she's female. And the story really made me so happy that somebody stood up for Dina. I think that's awesome. I remember a guy in my workout group, he asked a woman on a date from the workout group. She said no. And then in solidarity, we all did a thousand burpees. And it seems similar. That is so cool. Well, in this case, you know, they did mass murder and sometimes it's the right thing to do. And hey, remember when you're recovering from losing a foreskin, watch your back. Am I right? That's right. (laughs) When you're recovering from doing a thousand burpees, it's even worse. See? It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Just like Abraham had to take his wife's handmaid and put his seed in her, our guest today is going to plant a seed of joy in your heart. Please welcome Joan Billowbeak, everybody. 
Thank you for having me. Thank you. Welcome, friends. Such a deep, deep pleasure to be here. Oh, Joan, we just both love you so much. You're such mm. a you're a ray of sunshine around the halls of Twin Hills. Well, I think that's a choice. I think that you can that's bring right. gloom and clouds, or you can turn your own light on. Isn't that right? Mm-hmm. That's, that's so right. True. And that's I right. and I just love that you're always smiling. Well, thank you. Actually, I have um TMJ. Oh, you do. So. Uh, and it causes you to smile. It's not, well, it's either that or purse my lips. <laughs> well, that's right. <laughs> well, I've seen you before down in the food court. You 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 sometimes wear like a a, a gear kind of thing, right? Like I have a bike guard, gear? and uh, I I've uh, I fasten a head guard a head gear onto it as well, so that it doesn't just look like a protrusion from my mouth. Right. It looks like, and people know that there's an issue. That, that must be pretty severe, TMJ, that you have to do that during the day, because usually it's a nighttime thing, right? Yeah. I, well, what happened was I'd be just minding my own business, and you hear a real deep grind okay. and a slip, and oh. um, it doesn't bother me so much as it did bother others oh, around. It troubles me. people when they sure. really hear the grind. It's loud, right. almost like your teeth are turning into powder, and a dust is flying out of your mouth. I have four flat teeth in the back. <laughs> I've really worn. I've really worn through them, so I want to keep them. So I'm going to keep my That's guard good. up. That's good. <laughs> and in and, and, and the type mm. of work that you're doing around here, you really need to keep smiling because you're working with a lot of people that are probably crying a lot. That's true. That's true. Because I, the women. I'm helping people who and ladies who are having the struggle of not being blessed with the opportunity to be fruitful. I see. It what is does that so mean? cool. Um, that they're uh, unable to uh, conceive of uh, or conceive a child. Not conceive of a child. We can conceive of lots of things in okay. our minds, but our bodies sometimes. It's a different story, isn't it? Exactly. Well, Joan, I just feel like you heard a calling from God and you said, I am your humble servant and I will see it through because you were experiencing a pain in your life and you said, you know what? If we've got 10,000 members here at the church, I'm sure some other ladies are going through it as well. Yeah, I'm going to share this pain with everybody. That's right. And so you That's started Fertile Crescent? That's right. Fertile Crescent is um, a support group for women who are I- 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 enduring this struggle. And it's a real joyful time to be able to turn those clouds into something that's a little um, uh, uh, uplifting and to find the, the, the blessings and hope. Mm-hmm. Now, what I, I'm sorry if I didn't. Mm-hmm. I, what are they struggling with, actually? So n- nobody can have a baby, and they want to have oh, they a baby have really a baby. ready. Yeah, they're not okay. able to. Sometimes, it, I mean, uh, scientists will say that it could be um, part uh, that there are two people involved in the recipe. There are two chefs in that kitchen. That's true. And that some of the ingredients on one side may not work. And some of the, if you're making an omelet and you mm-hmm. have um, eggs and butter, and sometimes the eggs aren't good, but sometimes the butter's not good. Right. And but you don't need right. two people to make an omelet. That's right. You really only need one. That's true, actually. That's right. So these scientists, they look at the male and they look at the female mm-hmm. and they say, mm-hmm. okay, you're providing, let's say, you're providing the yeast. Why isn't it rising? Or mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that? Exactly. And now if you want to, if you want to say that, there's still mysteries. So scientists don't know everything. See, oh, and they're not, not. going to tell me that it's Byron's fault because I know if something is wrong with Byron's ingredients, it's probably been my influence on him. It's probably. Oh, I see. I I have to say, Byron, he's so tall. And I feel like there's no way. Won't play basketball. Right. Anyway, sorry. (laughs) I mean, it's true. He won't play it, but he won't? No. Why? (laughs) He's just terrible. 
He's fumbles. Really? Oh, really? He's what uncoordinated. Yeah, he will not touch a basketball. <gasps> and I'm every never... first thing everyone says, he's so you play tall. Basketball? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Well, I was going to say he's so tall. There's no way that his sperm wouldn't be strong. I mean, he's a he's a strap. You look at him and you say, <clears throat> I bet that guy knows how to work a chainsaw. Well, we're not. We'll, we'll never know because we're not going to go and put test tubes and and petri dishes. Mm-hmm. We're not going to do that. That's not what anyone's plan was for us right and 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 people can if they want to mail things off to to scientists and doctors and 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 try to break it down to mathematical numbers but the truth is it's a blessing children and babies are a blessing that's right and if you are open in your heart and if you are if you walk the right path then that's right you will be blessed i mean it's really clear in the scripture that god has a plan right that's right and so pregnancy and conceiving and taking a baby to term, like that's got to be God's plan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it seems like something we could pray about. We could meditate mm-hmm. on his word about. We could pray about. Uh, we pray a lot. And also, I, I don't know if you all have this problem, but sometimes I can't pray. I, really? I, I need someone else to say the words and I'll just go along the, down that mm-hmm. river. Mm-hmm. Or if it's written or projected on screen, I can, I can, I can open myself up to that. Right. But if it's me thinking, what am I, gonna, I don't want to ask anything and you're just going I, I don't have an idea for a prayer right i no. don't i don't know i you have just can't conce- you can't conceive but byron one. can do it he's great he's got a gift and and, and and he'll you know we'll just grasp hands and pray before and after and 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 you know and and it will if it will work we'll yeah. be blessed and if you have the will to pray but the inability to pray in a certain moment because maybe you're feeling too overwhelmed or unsure of what to say you know what the holy spirit says that he intercedes for us on behalf of the father so the holy spirit is taking your message to god every single time you think it and maybe and the holy whole... spirit can read my mind is that See, what that means that is absolutely okay what that then means. that's all i need because so, they know so in some ways you are praying all the time yeah i mean every time we breathe in and out we're saying the name of god we're going yeah that's breathing. See, my mother counts that way. She'll go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and that's also a little prayer. Then I guess it that is. is great. It is. So, how do you help a woman who's going? Hey, I can't really get it going down there. There's nothing really happening. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, how do you counsel or help someone in those those situations? That's a great question. And the most important thing is to eliminate. Um, all the sins that we can think of. And there, you know, right. there are so many and we're not always thinking about what they are. So we, we go around and we talk about what they might be, what things that we're doing that might be, that might Ooh. be uh, foul in our bodies. So, oh, so maybe something like um, too much makeup and lipstick. Oh, really? Lipstick is very bad. It's, it's full of toxins. And, um, and they say a woman consumes like five pounds of lipstick in her life. Well, that's probably a lot of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to go do a test in a laboratory. Mm -mm. I can tell it tastes weird. I don't like it and I Mm -hmm. won't wear it. Mm -hmm. Um, And makeup makeup is meant to make you look post-coital anyway. Is that true? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, then I don't understand how that's supposed to attract somebody. I know. If, if it looks after like you're fact. already having a cigarette. <laughs> yeah. It looks like somebody had his way already. I'm out. You Which know? is another thing. Cigarettes are very bad. And oh, really? For conceiving. People will sneak them. I know a lot of oh. people who will pull me aside and say, Joan, I smoke. I've had oh, a cigarette no. on my patio. Oh, I'll say, no. Put that out forever. Yeah. Because you're not going to have a baby with a cigarette. Okay, no. so makeup, the sin of makeup, the sin of smoking, what else? Well, shoes, the shoes that we wear. If we're not grounded comfortably and if you're trying to pinch your foot, mm-hmm. I know the Chinese, I've seen the, the 
posters they have about how the foot is all everything. That's right. Oh right. And mm-hmm. and that and that could be and that could be keeping them from from having a baby. The foot. Probably, I think it's one of the toes or the heel, and it connects right up there. So if you are pinching your foot in a, sh- in a shoe, well, then that's gonna. I mean, I don't know if that's exactly magic or exactly no, real. I've seen that, like down at Navy Pier one time. We were up in Chicago, oh. and there was this person out there doing some kind of acupressure or something. And I said, I don't know if we're allowed to do that. That seems kind of Eastern mm-hmm. and all that. And my husband Lance Labont, he's like, I'm gonna have him. I'm gonna have him give me a foot massage. And this. Chinese lady is pushing on sections of his foot and it's connected to other parts of your body. Oh, no. And and she would push on a certain part of his heel and his shoulders would relax like your whole body's connected or something. Wow. And I said, that is very strange. At one point, this Chinese gal, she's putting her fingers between his toes and he starts crying and it triggered some oh. kind of release of him emotionally. And oh. she said, this is your heart chakra and stuff. And I said, well, we're not going to talk about chakras because that seems also like a slippery slope. But he had a profound experience. And he said, because she worked on his feet, other parts of his body released, even his emotions. I've said, if Byron was crying in public, he would be furious. Yeah. That's yeah. really it, that's really a deep thing to share with a stranger from another land. Yeah. yeah so disgusting. we just went and we had um, another artist that was out there on Navy Pier and she made his name Lance L-A-N-C-E out of like fish paintings oh. and then he felt better. That's great. I love those. This is so cool. Aren't those so cool? Every yeah. color. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and I wanted to, so in, in this is from your personal experience because you mm. have said you can't have a baby yeah either you know so far but right. you never know and, and i'm 51 been... and okay. i'm not it um janet now, jackson I, that's exactly what i was gonna say she and did I, it at 65 mm-hmm. and what about rachel or elizabeth uh, that's right right mm-hmm. we could also to talk about you know this sarah abraham's baby. wife sarah or elizabeth or sarah mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. i i mean I, i'm open i'm open to and we will continue once a month to try and uh and that, that which reminds me a lot of women will come into this group and say, oh, the moon, my body is connected to the moon, right? No, mm-hmm. no, this is another, that's sort of some sort of witchcraft thing. And I, I say, no, you're connected to your partner. Mm-hmm. You're connected to your husband and you, you lift him up. Mm-hmm. The Bible is really clear that God created the moon to rule the night and the sun to rule the day. Isn't that right? That is right. And I think it's so neat. You know, scientists, again, speaking of scientists, they say that the sun is a star. <laughs> And I say, uh, I beg to differ. Yeah, you can look right up in the sky and it's a sun. It's round. And it is way stronger and bigger mm-hmm. than stars. I mean, stars, you can look directly at them. You know what I mean? Yeah, and they're sharp edged. They're not round. It's yeah. so, they're twinkly and they're far away. I'm like, there is a difference, ladies and gentlemen. And this is why you really have to kind of keep scientists, you know, at arm's length. But uh, you just have to consult the scriptures and say, the, the creator of the universe said that a sun is a sun and a star is a star. And I think he would know. I think that's an authority figure. So you've been trying once a month, you're 51. And how long have you been married? 27 years this year. 20, so congratulations. Thank you. Times There's no 12. gift for the 27. So that's 27 Seven times. times 12. 27 times 12. 7 times 2 is 4. Carry the 1. Mm-hmm. So you've tried 324 times. Wow. That's incredible. That's impressive. You know what I see? I see stamina right there. Yeah. I think, yeah. You know what? If you if you feel tears coming up, and this is something I say to my women all the time, hold your chin up, and you can 
you can feel the tear ducts and you can pull them down. Do you feel tears coming up right now? Not anymore. Well, okay. you got your headgear holding your chin up, that's don't you? Right. right, and you're staring straight up at the ceiling. And I'll go to the bathroom and they'll come out. Okay, by yourself. When you're by Absolutely. Yourself. I right. would never. I would never. Well, that's oh, public going. bathroom. Right. Yeah. Right. No, I would probably do that. Probably. I'm just saying you, they can come out when you're by yourself in the bathroom. Exactly. Right. Are you a, um, Joan, are you a closed door bathroom family? On weekends, maybe there's more wiggle room if you're just running in from mowing the lawn or something sure. as you forget. That's right. Because yeah. I, I grew up in a house where nobody ever did. And I didn't care for that one bit. So when I started my own family, I said, we're going to be a closed door bathroom family. But this is something I'm talking even about the culture war right now. Because right now they're saying, hey, anybody can go any bathroom. And I'm going, what if a guy comes in while you're really having a good cry? You don't want that to happen. That's true. Maybe, you know, maybe maybe a guy comes in and he's saying, hey, I'm a lady. And he sees you have a cry. I just don't. I'm I, just so, don't I think you cry. misunderstood that I cry okay. in the bathroom. But I can okay. make the tears coming out my urine. Oh, oh, you pee you it can out. pull them down the ducts. That's what that's what muscle. That's what strength is. That's what real strength is. Is I you see. because that's awesome. You can get into a thing where you're crying every month, and you're crying every day, and you're crying a couple times a day, and then you gotta stop. So you've just been able to train your body to internalize the tears, mm. and then they're gonna come out another place. That's right. That is that awesome. It's so cool. So if you're really holding it all day and you have to go, it's it's a whole new way of looking at like, I got to run to the bathroom and have a good cry. <laughs> exactly. But still a release. Still right. a release. It and sure I'm not going to sweat it out because I don't do any more exercise. I'm not going to do that because it's too rigorous for someone who's trying to conceive. Oh, really? Oh, really? So it's not good for you. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure. I can feel, you know, the less I exercise, the more I feel ready to receive. Now, are you telling women that, um, hey, if you get all these things right maybe you can conceive or are you saying to them maybe this is something that's not for you it there's probably no hope do you ever tell someone that I tell most people that because I feel like it's better to have lower expectations but then every you know one out of three is oh I know I don't need to come to group this week guess oh, why oh that's got to be a celebration for them it, it truly is but for the rest of us I'd rather it's a real slap in the face it's yeah. a real slap in the face mm. it's so easy for me right mm-hmm Although I probably helped them, so I guess it, it I can mm-hmm. I can take some glory in that. Mm-hmm. Right, because I remember Candace Drysdale was coming to, you, to your group, mm. but she just kept getting pregnant every, it seemed like, nine months on the regular, mm-hmm. and then she would never have to come to group, and then she'd come back to group and be like, it's been a few weeks, I'm not pregnant, then she'd get pregnant again. Also, she was drinking coffee. She, <laughs> I think she just came... To pass the time. Yeah. It was a real, and and, and then someone talking about how your hormones are are a real roller coaster right after you've given birth. That's not something we all need to hear, but I'm not going to tell anyone no. Right. Right. Everyone's welcome and men too, but no, no men have come. Oh, yeah. It's not their business. That's true. But you know, I went in for a mammogram recently and there were men there and I learned men can have breast cancer. Do you know that? That's That's not true. true. Yeah. It's very weird. I think it is very, very weird. What would they remove if they had it? Exactly. See, this is where we get back into the sciences, and it's just very alarming. You know what I mean? The nipple. It is alarming. Now, I have read something, uh, and you know, I don't know about statistics, but I've read something about how one in four gals uh, miscarries. Mm -hmm, That -hmm. it's a very, very common thing. And, you know, do you believe that that's the will of God? That's that's God saying, you know what I want to do over? Let's take a mulligan on this one. Or what do you think that is? I do. Absolutely. And once you are uh, 
married and once you are um, in attempting to be fruitful, it's a miscarriage every month as far as I'm concerned. That, oh, every single time. Oh, absolutely. That's right. You um, know what? That's right. Something has uh, slipped through your fingers. That's true. And, and it's... Um, it's true. I also do. And I tell my girls this, that if you practice holding yourself together, if you, if you think about squeezing together your hips and your stomach, it's not an exercise to get sweaty. Mm. But think about holding on to things. Mm-hmm. If you, are you dropping things? Are you forgetting things? Mm-hmm. Because it's all connected. That's well, an amazing thing that you've really been able to, you, you hold your jaw very tightly. Mm-hmm. You've been able to hold your tears in and, and re- sort of recycle them. them You're really holding. It just seems like you've, you've really disciplined your body to hold a lot. Thank you. And it really does. I think this point of view really sheds a, a nice light on menopause because I think sometimes menopause, sorry, Gray, is something that, uh, that gals sort of dread. But you know what? Menopause is a break from the monthly miscarriage. Isn't that neat? That is true. Just miscarriage after mis- every single month we're having this happen, you know, right down the toilet. And um, menopause might be a positive thing. That's true. No more you know, miscarriages. That is a, is a boundary, is a clear line saying now it's time to adopt. Now it's finally time to Ooh, adopt. Oh, adopting. That. See, isn't that so cool? Mm-hmm. I think adoption is the number one way to prevent abortion, don't you? Absolutely. Yep. I wish it was more readily available. Right? I mean, I, I wouldn't even know how to begin to adopt. I mean, maybe you look online or whatnot, but I've seen, you know, sometimes when we're down at the Planned Parenthood protesting, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, you'll see uh, uh, adoption advocates down there trying mm-hmm. to encourage these girls to, um, you know, there's a family who's going to love that child, you know. Well, if you if you do think adoption is an option, and I sure do, I, if you like finger sandwiches, these places all have a Saturday seminar, and you can come oh. and get all the information you want. You can get in there, sign your name up, get a bottle oh. of water for free, have a finger sandwich, and they'll tell you all about how it works. What kind of sandwiches, like, specifically? Well, like a small roast beef on a very small croissant. Oh. A very small croissant. And <gasps> then um, a, a little bun, not a hamburger bun, but the shiny. Like a, a pretzel bun? Yeah. Something like that with ham, with ham, with, oh, very fancy meats. Oh, oh that's awesome. Very oh, yeah. small, though, so you need to have. You know, about three of them. It's not a real full. Yeah, but I like eating a small sandwich. I feel better about myself. And you can just eat more of them. Yeah, and your fingers are cleaner. Yeah. Just a little. Isn't that right? And yeah. I'll, t- I'll always take a free bottle of water. And do you think adoption is an option? I think so down the road. Although it is, there is some shame in it. I'm pretty sure uh, it's not God's natural will. And if, if Byron and I end up to adopt him, we won't tell anyone. We'll just okay. say that. Oh, that and you, you won't tell the it. child. We'll probably take a trip. Right. Oh, never tell the child. Oh, it's better to not tell the child. No, because it's too confusing. Uh, uh, it's already, I don't want to be explaining about how, where babies, the babies are a blessing. Mm-hmm. Right. And then all of a sudden, this baby was a blessing and then it got put in a car and came, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, or right. a lawyer was involved mm-hmm. in this. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. Well, the thing that sometimes I worry about adopting is, because I one time, um, I one time got a kitten that was the mother of the kitten was wild. She was not a domesticated cat. Feral. Yeah. (gasps) And the kitten always wanted out. And I said, you know what? Mm. This is not a domesticated kitten because it came. The DNA was from a wildcat. And so I eventually just let it go. And I think it would be like that too with adoption is like, you don't know. What if that, what if that infant's father, let's say, 
was always committing grand theft auto. And then, you know, yep. next thing you know, your kid turns 15, gets their uh, permit and tries to steal your car. You know what I mean? Which is why I think it, it, we would have to be extra strict. If we did end up adopting, we would be extra strict. Mm. Not any music, things like that. Yeah, you would have stimulate. to be more strict on the adopted kid than Definitely. you would ever have to be on a, on a natural born child. And not extra, lo- you don't want to coddle them. And no, yeah, no, you no, need no, to no. make sure. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, and this reminds me um, about just going going back to what you all were saying about menopause. Because I'm usually pretty uncomfortable even hearing about it. But um, I did, uh, th- this reminds me, I did have an aunt that went through menopause early oh. at, at about age th- age of 30. Oh, mm. cool. oh wow. And wow. Um, it made her absolutely insane. Oh, no. Um, she went insane. Oh. And she actually killed my cousin, mm. not not her son, but the, um, another cousin on the other side, because she was going through menopause. She was so hot all the time, and he would not turn on the air conditioner, and she just she um, she hit him in the head with a shovel, oh. and didn't mean to kill him, but she did. And so I just think you know when when any time we're dealing with those big changes, it's just better to leave it alone. Yeah, that's also a reminder that we should all live where there's winter. See. You yes. can't mm-hmm. be hot in a hot climate mm-hmm. and going through that at the mm-hmm. same time. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's why you don't have the, any of those things happen in Indiana. Right. Now, why, what would you tell a child who was of a different race than the parents? Would you just say, no, you're not. I don't see anything different. You're I the same. Yeah, yeah, I probably. Yeah. I think that you can will yourself to believe what you need to believe and yep. see what you need to see. Well, isn't that the essence of Christianity? Now, Joan, I meant to ask you, um, the other day I was mm-hmm. going by the room where you all meet, and I noticed you were having the women get up, and one by one, there was um, a hole that you had cut in the wall, and they were screaming into the hole in the wall. Right. Now, what was that about? Um, that's that's a release, a rage release. Okay. So it's real quick and quiet, and I put a tissue box on the other side of that hole, and it just, it's a real absorbent, and I don't want... This what happens with a lot of couples, and not so much with me and Byron, is that you can get into blaming each other or getting real mm-hmm. unhappy. Oh, I see. Because mm-hmm. you want this so much, you want this so much, mm-hmm. and you're so unhappy. Right. So if you can shout into a tissue box, and if you, if you, also the hole makes it important because you, it's going out of the room. Right. It's one little hole. It's just a hole that you're yelling. You're yelling at it. You're yelling into it. It's failing. It's not. You can yell whatever you want at the hole that it's not doing what it needs to do for you, and and then you walk away from the hole. That's great. Mm. Don't even look at it, and you feel better. What are some of the things they say into it? Why, 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 why? Okay. Um, um, I've heard cusses. I've heard cusses, oh, but really? I am not gonna. Uh, we pretend to not listen, but everyone can hear everything. Okay. Um, some will uh, shout their husband's name, but I think that's also a a beckoning call. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, you know a need. Yeah. You know, Lance Labonte, my husband, he gives me a hard time from time to time because I'm very emotional and I cry too much. I cry watching Netflix. I cry all the time, no matter what. And you know what? This might even help my marriage. I'm going to start redirecting those tears. I'm going to psychically send them to my bladder and I'm going to say, you know what? I will deal with this later when I hit the bathroom. That's right. And it's just private, discreet, behind a closed door. Your face will never swell up. Ah, that's true. You can really hurt the the skin around the eyes of a female. It's a delicate skin, isn't it? Oh, and it gets more so as you are rolling into uh, 
five decades. <laughs> Isn't that true? It gets more and more delicate. Yes, very, yeah. very, very much so. Isn't that true? I always hear men say, you know, D- don't look at her face. Look at her neck and her hands. That's where it shows the, the age. And I'm like, well, they are really perceptive. And that's helpful, isn't it? It is helpful because you want to know where your truth is and your vulnerabilities are mm-hmm. um, so that you can hide. And we can just them. become slowly like Diane Keaton where our our sleeve length goes all the way to the, our final knuckle and our collar goes all the way up to maybe our bottom lip. That's right. And our bangs come down all the way to the to bottom the of the nose. Even, yeah. And, and is that why she does it? Because I thought she had gotten burned. Oh, maybe she did. I thought so. You never saw her after Annie Hall. Right. She might have been burned. I feel like the studios in Hollywood will, they'll cover up all those things. That could happen if you think that probably somebody said that and it got around. Someone who knows. I watched all of Book Club through two airplane seats. Didn't didn't watch it myself because I was a little afraid to stumble into lust because I think it was a, a rom-com that was just a, a teetering on maybe some like sexually inappropriate mm-hmm, stuff mm-hmm. because I think most of them weren't married to these gentlemen. And so I didn't, right. you know, I, but I watched the whole movie without sound just through the two airplane seats because somebody in front of me just was watching it. And, um, and I thought, you know what, Diane, for having been maybe been burned in entirety, she, she seems great. I wish they would start rom-coms with the wedding because That's I think right. it would make it way more believable mm-hmm. of like, hey, we're going to have a wedding. Now we get to find out all about them. Also, then you don't have to be worrying this whole time. That's right. Worry and, and stress can really take a toll. If you just know everything's going to be all right at the get-go, then you can relax for the movie. You can relax your body. Mm. It's really right. important to relax your body. Now, how did you name your ministry Fertile Crescent? Just thinking that life sprang forth mm-hmm. where God touched the earth then and, and, and blessed the planet with us, mm-hmm. with Adam and Eve. And mm-hmm. our bodies are like a woman's body is also a crescent in the, mm. in the inner, under the stomach. That's right. Really? That's right. Have you ever made those Pillsbury crescent rolls that come in that tube that you crack and then you uh, roll them all up on a cookie sheet? Every Super Bowl Sunday and Thanksgiving. Oh, aren't they the best? I love them. Well, this is what I was thinking when you were talking about a woman's body being a fertile crescent down there, is that have you ever taken the crescent rolls and Mm. instead of just rolling them up alone by themselves... You put a little mini wiener in there or something. You can put oh, things inside. Oh, goodness. Isn't that so cool? Of course. And it's exactly that like, is, that's like conception. <laughs> is it? Yeah. When you wrap the crescent roll around like a little sausage, those, you know, those mini wieners? Yes, you of course, get? a cocktail wiener. That's and right. that makes me think that that is going to be our snack this week because it oh. so celebrates it's the hope and the yeah. act and the and it's blessing. so tasty. Oh. Just kind of even. I'm trying right. to kind of wrap my brain around how you would do that with a crescent roll. So, You've got a so you know you should triangular the, cocta- the, the cocktail okay. wiener. You right. you've seen yeah, a little I'm cocktail familiar. wiener. Yeah, you I'm grab it on sure. one end, okay. or you can grab it on both ends as well, and then you gently tuck the corner of the triangle of the, and then you just gently roll it, just touching okay. the ends of it. Wrap it up in there. I guess I'm just not familiar. Yeah. It's just like a little sausage, just enveloped in a nice warm dough yeah it's probably yeah i'll figure it out sometime it just stays right in there too it cooks in there and it's snug Mm -hmm. and warm Mm -hmm. and the layers just squeeze it Mm -hmm. it goes together 
Well, just like Jesus turned water to wine, we're going to turn one of your questions into an outro. It's time for Mailbag, everybody. Joan, you ready to answer a question from a twin hiller? I'd be honored. Here we go. Dear twin hillers, my husband and I were high school sweethearts, and I was recently going through some old keepsakes. I was horrified when I reached into the pocket of his old letterman jacket and found a joint. (gasps) To my knowledge, he was completely straight edge all through high school and college. Now I feel like I don't know him. Should I confront him about it? And if yes, how? Sincerely, Stranger Things. Oh, this is a painful question. I can feel how tough this is for her. Have you ever had something like that with your your husband? Um, with Byron? Yeah. yeah. This makes me think, I found a bottle of vodka in his <gasps> car. Oh, no. And I thought, this man is, I don't know who this man is. Right. He's been out drinking and, and driving. driving. And I didn't want to say anything. And then I actually cried real tears. They popped out. Oh, no. And he said, this is this is big. What's happened? And I confronted him. And he said, I found this bottle at work. Oh. And he was at work. Yeah. And his coworker had it. And he took it. He took it away. To save them. Exactly. From and themselves. he didn't know where to throw out. He, he got confused about recycling and whether where to pour sure. it out. And where and he knew where does your husband work? He works uh, at State Farm Insurance. Okay. So all the salesmen were together. Uh-huh. And he and just took it away from a guy that had it. That's work. good. That's well, good. He, I believe he found it in his desk. Now, I'm not exactly sure where he, or if right. he took it from his hand or not. Because people drink vodka because you can't detect it. It doesn't, you know, it, you're not giving off fumes that could fuel a jet. Exactly. So somebody's hiding it at work. He finds he's it helping. in their private drawer. He's helping. That See, might that, be the case. That is awesome. And I think that happens more than we like to think. And this used to happen a lot with my popular kids at school, is that other kids would get jealous of them and they would plant things on them and they would go hey you know we don't like the way that you know ryan got homecoming king so we're gonna put you know we'll put some cigarettes in his in his bag i bet that's what happened here because mm-hmm. if the guy's got a letterman jacket he's probably pretty cool mm-hmm. and he's probably pretty popular and a lot of those yeah the, the sort of you know the younger kids maybe they're not attractive maybe they're not popular they want to take them down a peg mm-hmm. so I, I i would just say before you accuse mm-hmm. Maybe uh, before you accuse, maybe first ask, hey, how popular were you in high school? That's right. And when he says, I was really popular, you can go, oh, okay, then I found this and I can imagine somebody wanted to take you down. That's so true. And you know what I would bet? There's a teenager in this house. So what I would say is you go to your teenager right stinking now and you say, first of all, why are you wearing dad's old clothes? And guess what you left inside? And because, you know, this actually happened with us. I have a teenager named Day. Such a blessing. Well, the teen years, I'm just trying to get through them. Please say a prayer for me. Just trying to get through it. But my son Day, um, uh, here's what happened. So I'm I'm up late doing laundry, later Mm. than I normally would. I'm usually early to bed. But I'm up later than I would because I was trying to finish, get through some stuff. And I'm just watching TV. I don't know what I had on, just folding laundry on the floor in the living room. So I'm watching HGTV or something. I love Chip and Joanna Gaines. I just think they have the best marriage and most beautiful family. And she's a lovely gal. I get all her stuff at Target now. She's awesome. And so anyway, uh, I'm watching Chip and Joanna Gaines. And all of a sudden, the DVR comes on. I don't know how to work the DVR. Uh, Lance Uh is the only one that does it. And so the DVR says about to switch channels to your recording. It's after midnight at this point. I would normally never be up. I think we had people coming in town the next day. 
uh, and it says, going to switch the channel. And it says yes or no. And I'm like, well, Lance is probably recording something. So I had to hit yes. And so I had to leave my HGTV program. And um, it switches over. And it's that Demi Moore movie, um, um, Striptease. Uh, oh, oh I was going to say Indecent Proposal. That's worse. I was going to say Ghost. And also Demi, graphic. And Demi Moore is a exotic dancer and she's wearing this bedazzled bikini and throwing her hair around i watched the first 10 minutes and i was absolutely shocked and i thought my marriage was over well who recorded it well i went to lance the next day and i'm crying inconsolable but i cannot bring myself to say what i saw and what that meant and i i spent two or three weeks just inconsolable crying constantly uh, Lance thought maybe I was starting the change early or something. Mm-hmm. And finally it hit me like a ton of bricks. You know who else knows how to use the DVR? And I went straight to my Sunday and I knocked on his door and I said, <laughs> so we like Demi Moore, huh? And he was like, what are you talking about, mom? Oh, and he acted like mm-hmm. he didn't know who Demi Moore was. Right. And I said, you know how to work the DVR. You're trying to, you're curious about the female form. And he said, mom, I don't watch TV. I watch YouTube. And which is true. I, he really does only watch YouTube, but I said, I know what you did. And you know what I did? I took away his phone for five days. Oh, awesome. And I feel so much better. (laughs) It's just incredible. That that's a good solution. That's right there. Right. And, and you know what, when you do conceive, because I think God is going to do this for you and, or you'll get an adopted child. Either way. Either way. And see if you can skip the teen years. Am I right? Maybe we can adopt an 18-year-old. That's true. Just send him right off. Well, I'm not, I don't want to pay for college. <laughs> yeah. Maybe adopt a 25-year-old. They're already working. They can help contribute around the house. Do stuff outside. Come home for Christmas. Hey, you know what? Contribute to the mortgage. This isn't you freeloader. Joan Villapique was played by Jean Villapique. Oh, she's so great. Watch her on NBC's AP bio and follow her at Villapique. I'm Holly Laurent playing Hallie LeBont, and Gray Haas is played by Greg Hess. Our incredible producer is Ryan Countshouse. Follow us on your favorite form of social media and send a letter to our mailbag at megathepodcast at gmail. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And if you like the podcast, please support us on Patreon.